So let's just come bow our heads wherever we are and can begin to um, pray. Um, precious Father, we just want to thank you. We thank you indeed. You're the righteous judge. We thank, we thank you um, for the Lord Jesus Christ who is our advocate and we thank you for the Holy Spirit. We thank you, precious Father. We thank you for, yes, you are the government in heaven and we thank you for we, um, you know, in the, or you, you are the ones that bear witness in heaven and we are the ones that are bearing witness on the earth. For on the earth it is the spirit, the water and the blood that bear record. First, I thank you for the access that we have in this meeting today um, through the blood of Jesus Christ um, to access. And we thank you for the wisdom also that you already have given unto us. We thank you for the times that we're in, um, for the insight of your truth and for the understanding of your truth. I thank you for everyone that is present. Father, I just want to thank you that they covered with your blood, that they remain, their minds stay. Um, even on your word, on your truth, that they do not venture anywhere else, that the blood will keep them. We just want to thank you, Father, um, for the hearts that they perceive to understand and comprehend this message. And Father, I just want to thank you for the eyes that you've granted them to perceive and to see spiritual things. And we thank you for the ears that hear. That hear. Father, those ears have been connected to your ear, to your sound, that whatever is coming, that it resonates with what you're saying and then they're filled with your presence, with the fullness and the very maximum Lord of God himself. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Um, just welcoming everyone um, that is present um, you know, in, in, in our meetings today. We also welcome those also that are new. Um, I see Marilyn, um, you're, you're welcome. Um, to to our glorious meeting, and um, and to just mute so that there's no sound, or just mute, you know, just muted you so that there's no feedback um, or sound coming in from the background. You know, it's a message is going on. Um, so we are, you know, um, still, you know, enjoying and basking in the message of the new era. You know, that's what I want to call it. I want to call it the new era, you know, um, and, it, you know, like um, with the church age, it's like, okay, there's a crossover night. So we're crossing over into 2023. And as we're crossing over into 2023, so therefore now break 2022 into 2023. And, you know, so we're speaking concerning now the new year 2023. You know, with God, it's not, um, it's about seasons. Glory to God. You know, it's, God speaks in seasons. And, you know, and right now, we have entered a season, but then it's more than a season. It's an era. The era that the church has been waiting for for a long time. The, the reason why the Lord Jesus Christ came in the first place, we are, we've now entered into that era of that reason why he came and why, you know, he was manifested in that way. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's, that's why it's exciting. So it's as we, as we enter into the era, um, we have to have understanding what is the era all about. So the first thing I want to mention, you know, the era is about a new order of priesthood, which is the order of Melchizedek. 
the Lord Jesus Christ was such a priest, such a high priest who was after the order of Melchizedek. And who was Melchizedek? You know, I, I have a whole teaching on that one, Melchizedek, a king priest. You know, it means king priest, you know, um, the prince of peace, glory to God, the king, or rather the king of righteousness and also um, of shalom, shalem, which means also peace. So it's a kingdom of peace that we're entering into. And there is there, our lineage ceases to be an earthly lineage. Our lineage is of that priesthood. Our life is from that priesthood. You know, and then that priesthood has no beginning or no end. That's what the, the book of Hebrews says. But, you know, he has no, the one with no beginning or no end. So what does that mean? That means also the ushering in of immortality as well. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The ushering in of life itself, life as it was intended to be lived. The, not only life in terms of breath, but then life in terms of the order of events. Um, everything the father is corrected. You see, um, he's corrected, first of all, the man, the new man, to be in that order of Melchizedek. So there's now on the scene the new man. And so who is that new man? We have to look at the scriptures to see you know, who that new man is. Um, and that new man, um, if you look quickly at the book of Revelations, chapter 21. And then this was given to John the Revelator. You know, I know like um, Ezekiel also saw the same, but you know, it, it differently. He saw this place as well. And then now John, who was on the island of, of, uh, of Patmos, remember his eyes, they've been gorged out because and they tried to cook him in hot oil. That's what history tells us. Because, you know, um, he had become so divine, one so much one with God, that nothing could take him down. So they thought the best way is what to make a furnace and put oil in the furnace in the huge pot, put them in the in that huge pot and cook him alive. But then what happened? Because the, the life in him, the life of God was manifested, was so manifest in his flesh. His flesh um, became... You know, I, I believe, you know, that he was so transfigured because of the very message in which he speaks. He had been so transfigured and had acquired even that new body, which now we also, you know, uh, the Father has been granting us um, or rather bringing us into that new body, which is a heavenly body, which is spoken of again in the book of First Corinthians chapter 15, um, you know, chapter, chapter 4. And I'll, and I'll also go into that scripture to understand this tent, which we, the, this body that Paul even spoke of, you know, in the book of Romans. So now, you know, with, with the revelations, with the insight, you know, of, um, of seeing from a heavenly perspective, rather than trying to interpret scripture, it takes us to a, to a new a way of understanding the Bible so that we do, it's not mis misinterpreted by perhaps the fleshly nature of a person or the soul, the state of the soul of that person. Because then anyone can come and read the scripture and interpret it according to the way the state of the soul, the way the soul is, you know. And so that's why the Father would want to show us 
or to show you directly, which he has been doing, to show us from a heavenly perspective, to show us who he is, to show us what his love is like, to show us what he is doing, even in our times. You know, so we're grateful to God that, you know, that has been the case, so that now truth, the absolute truth, can be communicated. And the people also enter, not only communication in words only, but also in what? In existence, in essence, in the essence of our existence. Glory to God, hallelujah. We see that even with the Lord Jesus Christ, in the book of John, he was um, the example, the perfect example, where he says, and the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So we are, we also, we also too, because he was born of a woman, and so born of a woman, he was a word, the word of God, which was in heaven all the while. And so that word became manifest and was in the flesh, and that word was full of grace and, and, and truth and reality. So what do you mean by it was full of grace and reality? It meant that everywhere he walked, he was a manifest. He was manifesting by virtue of his being. Because then what is a word? Glory to God. What is the word of God? What is the word of God? The word of God, we know that you know, it was manifest in the flesh, in the body. And so therefore, when we come, we come as a light from heaven, as that word also. But then what then happens is that the flesh in which we enter into is the wrong flesh. And the, the whole body that we enter into is wrong. So the manifestations of our lives, they are not full of grace and reality and truth. So that's what, you know, the restoration, you know, also is all about. So now the new man has now is fully manifest with God. God has that man. Um, and I was showing, sharing last week and, I'm, and we've got so many things to share you know, this year going forward, even concerning the understanding of that new heaven that is now, you know, um, is now is now there, is now a reality. You know, we've entered into the era of where the miracles that Jesus Christ walked in, we will now begin to see the church, the body of Christ, the true body of Christ, will walk in those miracles. And the world can will not be able to ignore they cannot because of the astounding miracles, you know, that will be taking place. Miracles such as walking on water, miracles such as, you know, the multiplication of fishes, the food. I mean, they're talking of luck that's coming. They're talking of, you know, the, the poverty, so much famine that's coming. You know, that's coming to the world. So happy are you as long as you're not of the world. And your focus, you know, the main message here is the understanding and the focus of our new place, new realm of abode that the Father has brought us into and that is bringing us into. Glory to God, hallelujah. So that new man is described, you know, I'll read that in, in the book of Revelation, chapter 21, from verse 1, it says, Now I saw um, the new heaven. Just put this one this way so i'm not bending down as i'm reading the scriptures it says so now i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away and also there was no more sea very very interesting very very interesting you know um just that one verse is a mystery on its own and it says a lot is actually describing the new man Glory to God, hallelujah. 
the new man. So um, spiritually, you know, the father is explaining the scripture, what he wants. So spiritually, the new heaven, because they, I've told you, your body um, <clears throat> is, it, you know, like this physical body, you know, it's an interface, you know, between the spiritual and the natural. You know, and so because it's, it's fleshly in this way, um, it is a communicator of the realms of a board of the spiritual body where the spiritual body, your spiritual body is interfacing. Um, but then yours, the spiritual body, because this is uh, what I'm trying to explain is so that you can picture the communication because these things, they, we see them in the realms of the spirit. We see that this is what it is, you know, we see um, the, for instance, the different realms of abode, I've spoken of that, the different realms of abode, the different realms of existence by which by revelation again from the father, you see, um, that by revelation from the Father, when he was showing us the mystery of life, the mystery of realms, the mystery of existence, why a person's life will end up being the way it is, is the, um, first of all, the journey of, the, of an individual through their mother's womb. Within that uterus is a realm. You see, when um, I speak this way, don't look at how small your biological uterus is because that's just a physical or, or like i was saying an interface or a, an allegory of the real picture of who you are you know so it's like god himself he has those body parts that we have within himself but he's such a big god and so you cannot take god and put him into the you in or limit him to being this, you know, the one that you see in heaven, so yeah, it's, it's just got a head like this and try size up the head, etc., etc. It's, 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 he's bigger, he's an expanse. So therefore, your body, when I say the womb, it is speaking of realms, you know, but in the picture, the small picture that we have is to look at the human body. So we see that, okay, this is there. But then how big is that uterus? How big is it? What does it represent? So in the, the, in the journey of the lost thalamus, which is the lost ark, because remember the ark of the covenant is in our body. The ark of the covenant is that thalamus. If you look at the picture and the image, it is in you. So people are looking for the ark in the wrong place. They're looking, they're talking about the temple mount. You know, they're saying that the third temple is about to be built you know, on the Temple Mount now, and then now there's going to be this conflict. People are looking at the wrong thing. Glory to God, hallelujah. It's not, the Father wants us to, millions, I would say even billions of people, they are now watching, you say, well, the Lord Jesus Christ is coming because in the third temple in Jerusalem, you know, the, the mountain, my mountain, um, Temple Mount is about to be built. But then that's the wrong temple. They're looking at the wrong, wrong temple. Because the Lord Jesus Christ did away with that when he died, the the veil was torn of that temple, the physical temple, from the top to bottom. It was split. In other words, that's the end of that era. And so now we are coming again, you know, into an end of another era where the veil of this now, the body now, 
because that one was a physical one. Now we're speaking of this, the body, this physical body. And so now we also must enter into that veil of this body being torn to usher in the new, which is now the new of the old of the order of Melchizedek. So we know the temple which we're talking about. Glory to God, hallelujah. And so it, 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 as I was describing, you know, the different realms of where, which is why we speak, there's two mountains of the two women, the Haggai, which is an allegory. Hagar, 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 not Hagar, Hagar and Sarah. That's also in the book of Galatians. You know, I, I, I'm saying all, all these things. Um, we've looked into them. I can look into them when I, when I, if I, if I feel, you know, we, I, I, I should look into them, because a lot of people, you know, may not know the mystery of where, where I'm coming from with how the Father has revealed these mysteries. But then now, with those realms, it's. When one is born, depending, you know, on how the bloodline, the iniquities in the bloodline, they then are taken, their life, their essence, the light in which the father released on the earth to land, you know, in the mother's womb. Whilst they are there, there are energies that are pulling, you know, that um, fetus. So whilst in the womb, the fetus will still be remembering the very purpose of which the father has called them. Remember the book of Jeremiah says that, you know, before I formed you in, the, in your mother's womb, I knew you, you know, so when he was released, you know, the father still knew him the way he was, what he had sent him on the earth to do to accomplish, you know, and also the Psalm 139 speaks of how we, he, he, he the books of our life, of our existence were, writ, were written even before there was none of us. Even before we were fabricated, we were woven to become in this body. Those the books of life, of our life, and the days of them. In other words, God knew had a plan on how and what he should come and do and accomplish and when on this earth. You know, but then because of the fallen state of the DNA over time, because of the fallen of the first man, Adam, which is what the Father is trying to rectify, what then happens is that you know, we when we land in that womb, we start going into the realms of the fallen blood DNA. In other words, the water, we start participating in the waters of our mother's waters, which, you know, which are waters which then enter into us and frame a wisdom and a knowledge within us. And so in the end, we are born, having gone to realms, galactic realms, different places, so many people, some people end up in the underworld, they, they enter there while still in the womb, because that womb, it contains those three realms of existence. But I'm not going to go into what, into um, the detail, because I have a teaching on the three realms of existence that that are there in the in the uterus. But in that, the where you land in your womb is where, when you're born, you also land in that city, it's an invisible city. It's a spiritual city, and so in accordance to where you are born or your spiritual existence is, becomes now the manifestations of your life, how your life now begins to go and to manifest itself on the earth. The things you encounter in life, you know, will be in accordance to that. Because remember, that place of the of your realm of abode is now con now connects itself with this body which is the communicator of your spiritual address by communicator so why some people get sick 
Some people have got asthma. Some people get cancer. It's the it's a communication of the spiritual address in which they are re residing, and so this body now just be becomes the manifester of those realms in which you are. Glory to God. But then, what? Why, why was that the case? It's because, now, like I was saying, it's the fallen state of the thalamus, which also then means that it's a fallen state of the head. The head fell out of position. And so now it's manifesting the realms of darkness, and therefore there was no more heavenly manifestations. The way the mind operated, you know, um, either that one, you know, one would need to go into the sacrament, the message on the sacrament of the blood of Jesus Christ. The, the way things were supposed to be, you know, um, was um, was lost, you know, obviously because of what the fall in the garden. And one of the things also that I've communicated is that we can look at Adam and Eve as a far off, as having lived a thousand or more than two thousand or more than six thousand years ago. You know, that fall when it happened, we can look at it that way. But um, to God, God does not look at events that way. You know, because to God, the time that we have is not the time of God. So God has seen, sees that beginning of in the fall of Adam and Eve. And then he also sees this new man, the Revelation 21 man, at the same time in one time frame. So he's not limited or he doesn't view time the way we, we view it. And so if, you know, when we, we, we like, like um, the book of Romans where it says, you know, um, we we were not in the same similitude. You know, we were not born with the same similitude of um, sin in the similar nature of sin that we were um, the of Adam. That's Book of Revelation. But you know, but sin was still there in the world. You know, if that is you know the case that sin was there in the world, um, but then we do not enter into the same. It just means that also when we are born. We also enter into it because it is their way in the world. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So now to explain now, you know, this scripture where it says, Now I saw a new heaven, the new earth. What is the father what is the father saying? The father is saying, Now I'm bringing back a new, a new mind and a new body. For the heavens pertain to the heavens, and the body pertains to the what? To the earthly. You know, so now the, the, when, the, when the body is now restored and enthroned back in the heavenly places, then we can only think the thoughts of the Lord Jesus Christ. We, we, you cannot, it is impossible to think any other thought by, by that which the Father wants you to think. And so it becomes a perfect state of thinking, a perfect mind, the divine mind of God in himself, which is why only the Father can bring you into that mind now, once that mind is in place, then the rest of the body, because what then happens is that with, with every thought that a person thinks, it re releases a chemical substance, which then goes into the rest of the body and then brings in a reaction in the body. You see, so that's why the, the book of Philippians said, you know, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are good report, Whatsoever things I love you. He says, think on these things. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. So why are we to think of these things? Because the Father already knows. It's not that, you know, he's saying, I don't think whatever. It's because he knows the, how the body is, how it operates. So now when the divine thoughts are now being released into your mind in, or are communicated into your mind, then they communicate the same to the rest of the body. And so the body is in perfection, it's in harmony. Glory to God, hallelujah. That is your body. But now there's also the body of Christ at large, which is also us, you know, which is um, even this state which is being spoken there. With, with that body, he said, the Lord Jesus Christ is the head and the church is his body. So that's again our connection to the, our back again, the head to the Lord Jesus Christ, which is who the new man is. Glory to God, hallelujah. The picture um, God gave was the crowning of the, of, the, of the head in the restoration. He crowned the head. And then when he crowned the head, the father himself, you know, it, it is kind of um, a mystery in itself. And, you know, that mystery um, may not, it, it comes to mind because you know, we, we as we praying, um, we, we, the, we, we, it's very rare that we see the Lord Jesus Christ there, except maybe the, the, when we're repenting, we use him to repent um, of, of our state of existence. Because remember, he fulfilled what he fulfilled on the cross. He did what he did on the cross for our victory so that we can now use what he did in order also to enter into the same because he was a forerunner you know of the church he was a forerunner of those that are resurrected that go to heaven and for himself he physically after he was glorified he was when the father said this day if i if i begotten thee he was the first one to be born again Jesus Christ was born again. And so that's so that we can also get born again. And so what is being born again is being born from above by the Father himself. No, and leaving the birth of the mother's womb. So we leave the motherland and we enter into the heavenly places. Glory to God. So we use them at that victory. But we in in the in the in the in the man that is there, there is the man who is there, the new man. And we crowned, you know, the, the mind crowned. And with the crowning of the mind, therefore new pathways within the body. In other words, the way of life is revolving from the body to the Father. From the body to the Father. Why am I saying from the body to the Father? Because the one who's sitting above on the, on the top, on the crown area, we saw the, Lord just, the, the Father himself be the one to sit there on this new body. But, you know, it wasn't the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God, hallelujah. So what is the mystery? The mystery is that the Lord Jesus Christ says, you know, my father and your father. You know, when after he rose again, Mary tried to touch, to, to, to touch, to touch him and he says, no, 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 no. She, she went to the Lord Jesus after the when he came out of the grave and tried and says, oh, Don't touch me yet, now is not the time. You know, but I must ascend to my father and your father. For the first time, he was now addressing to say, The father is not only his father, but then before that, he always say, My father, my father, my father. 
But after he was born again, you know, um, in other words, rose from the dead. That's what the new birth is. You rise from the dead, and you, and then he then he proclaimed that now we've also entered into that. And remember, the Lord Jesus Christ will always say, you know, in that day you shall not, you know, ask me anything, but you shall always ask the Father. You see, so sometimes there's a force you need to say, oh, yeah, it's, it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. Yes, it's about Jesus because he died on the cross. But then the Lord Jesus Christ also straightened our communication. That we don't pray to him. He said, you will not pray to me. That's in John chapter 16. He said, you will not pray to me. But you ask the Father, why? Because he gives us the same position that he has with the Father. That's why we are called also the sons of God. We have that same position as the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, you know, he's not afraid to call us brethren. He says, the one who sanctified you sanctifies also the same as the, the ones that are being sanctified. We are the same. We are the same. Glory to God, hallelujah. We are the same. I mean, this is such a mystery. And if you can catch the communication that I'm communicating with you, even the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, you also catch something. But if you don't catch it, it's okay. So which is why I will not say it verbally. You must catch it yourself, what I'm communicating to you. Glory to God. It's, 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 it's. Because when people will miss the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ if they've not understood what I've communicated right now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So now, and then, so then when it, when it says now for the first heaven and the first, and the first earth are passed away, which is the doing away of this priesthood. Because then until now, we were still functioning in the Old Testament priesthood. You know, and then the confusion is, and the confusion has been how the Bible, you know, that you say there's an Old Testament section of the Bible and then there's a New Testament section of the Bible. And so the stories that are spoken of in that New Testament, and so now because we've read what we read in the New Testament, we assume that we have we have entered that New Testament section of the Bible. You know, in, in, we have not. Just whenever the Lord Jesus Christ came, he came, for, with the in, with the old covenant, in the old covenant, and so he lived in the old covenant of the first man Adam, and then so he he conquered. You know, he says, "I've overcome the world." So in other words, he obeyed even the death of the Lord, even unto the death of the unto death. That's Philippians chapter two. He says, "You know, he was obedient even to the to the death of the cross itself." And because of that obedience, we also enter into the what into the same obedience wherein what we also entered. Glory to God, Hallelujah! We enter into that same obedience, and so um, then, when he rose, he became the forerunner of what of the of the new man, the resurrected man, which Paul himself was. You wondering to say, but you know what? You know what? What? What are you saying? You know, Paul himself wanted to enter into the new covenant. He spoke of it in the book of Hebrew. The new test, the new covenant is the new testament, isn't it? So the new covenant, the new order of Melchizedek, is that new testament era. The new era we're entering into is the true new testament era. Because of the new priesthood that's coming on the, on the scene. And you know, so let me continue to read concerning this um this city. No more see what does it mean 
if there was a sea, it's also there's um, there's a sea that is there of a mind, spiritual mind. It's a sea that is there, and with that sea that is there, um, it, it was almost as though humanity was connected to that sea. But you know, this that sea was full of wrong energies. So there's this mind, huge mind that was plugging into the mind of humanity, which was in the form of a sea of the mind. You know, and so there was not yet, and, and when the dry lands appear, it means that a manifestation of the clarity of mind. This that I'm reading here is again also in the book of Genesis, chapter one when he says, let the dry lands appear. So Genesis chapter one is also an allegory, a picture, you know, of spiritual manifestations of even the, we can say even the creation of the human themselves. Glory to God, hallelujah. So that was, you know, um, in the, the, that, that's what you mean by the no more sea. So there'll be dry land. I mean, we just saw it when we were praying that oh yeah, is dry. The ground is dry, you know, but what, what, when it was referring to the mind, what does it mean? It means that no longer plant to those energies of that mind, but then now there is, um, and also it's, it, the, the sea speaks of unformed um, ideas, you know, they are not full, come into maturity yet of thinking, and so one is plant there. Sometimes we see um, many mental health problems as a result of this seeing or these waters in the mind. And so drying them up means that, you know, there's a realm of manifestation that now appears. So now there's a clarity of mind, no longer the, the head being pulled by all those energies of the sea. Because remember, sea is, is a flow. It's a spiritual communication of that which flows. You know, um, when you see it flows, it means it's a spiritual substance. So the father can only use water. I've taught on that. I remember when I spoke about um, the, the chariot, when I was saying that, you know, describing in detail how that the father uses water a lot, you know, as a symbol of spiritual substance. Glory to God. So that we can see that that which is spiritual has a flow to it, but it's also got energies to it. And so now this sea is no longer there in the mind. It dries up. And so there's now manifest clarity of mind, no longer confusion in the mind. And then now verse 2 says, Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of, out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, and what adorned for a husband. That scripture, a lot of people even don't even see what it's saying. It's saying the city is the bride. So the city is a person. The city is a bride. You know, so people, so why then would people be looking at Temple Mount to say there's a new city that's being built there? And yet the Bible tells us that he saw a city which was adorned as a bride. It's a city. So it speaks of the state, stately um the majesty of mind, uh, if, if, to try and use the words. That's why it speaks of it as um, the beauty that is described of this city is describing now how perfect the mind is. I mean, you can, if you look at it, uh, maybe um, 
in artwork, you know, trying to describe, you know, the things that are described there. Like I said, you know, it's difficult to describe it in, in, in words. And he says, and I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of what of God is with man. And he will dwell with them. They shall be his people. And God himself will be with, will be with them and will be their God. So what does man mean to say that the tabernacle of God is with man? You know, it means that now within us, glory to God. And now we dwell, like I said, you know, you know, um, he will, he's, he's coming to an enthroned mind, glory to God, hallelujah, above that mind, and he will come in that body, in that tabernacle, glory to God, hallelujah. And this is what I want, want you to see also as part of the message, um, is in verse 4, it says, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, no sorrow, no crying, there shall be no more pain for the former things what have passed away. And, and, and so it's now the comprehension that must come in of what also again is that scripture saying to say there shall be no more tears. Because a lot of people say that, oh yeah, when we die and we go to heaven, then we experience this state. No, that's not what he's talking about. To say, oh yeah, so it's even used in funerals to say, oh yeah, so there, you know, they've left this suffering world, and so there, there'll be no more death, no more sorrow, no more crying. You know, so they pay, they're, they're free from their pains. You know, even somebody that's ill, um, you know, they'll, they'll say, um, I, 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 my, my, one of my um, daughter's friends, the mom passed away quite young, and, um, you know, and I attended the meeting online. Um, the the, the 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 what do you call it the church service or you know, the, the burial service in church and there's something that he said there that was terrible that that minister that was that he actually would be held responsible for the words that he said because if a person is not strong in faith they will leave God they will say they don't believe in God anymore they'll blame God because he said that God is sovereign. And so when you want to take somebody away, you can just decide to take them so that we have no control of, you know, of um, the person's death, that God is the one who is sovereign in deciding somebody's death. And so if you're telling me that my mother, it was God who decided in his sovereignty to take her away, you know, why should I worship them? <laughs> Do you, do you get what I'm saying? So a lot of people are angry to say, if there is a God, they ask that question, if there's a God, why did you take my child? If there's a God, why did I, why, you know, why can't I have children? If there's a God, why am I in so many, why is this happening? If there's a God, why am I so poor? It, 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 it's, it's, God, it, God is not the problem. And God does not take anybody by death. Remember, he said the last enemy to be defeated is death. So why would you use his enemy? to take his children. So it doesn't make spiritual sense at all. You see, it's because of not understanding, you know, some of these scriptures. It's just people just plugging in. They say, well, you know, it's a minister who was taught, you know, let's do this embarrassing So Look at the scripture, maybe let me say this, which is not true at all. You see, because once we now uh, are leaning into God is sovereign, he can, so he does, you know, whatever he wills in our lives, 
you know, because he is a sovereign God, then we all we just do is to go to church and wait on the sovereign God to do what he will at any moment in time in our lives, in the phase of our lives, when he decides next door to, to knock at your, at your door and say, listen, I'm taking your, your, your three-year-old child. I'm sovereign. I'll take her away. So that's what becomes religion. We just go to church. Oh, yeah, they're sick. Oh, let's go and try and pray. But would you, perhaps if, we, if they answer, it's not answered, the prayers, and this happens, it's because God has done it. That is not God. That's why God is trying to reveal in, in the true self to him. That's why the understanding of what's happened to the body, why you know it has been diseased, why it's aging, why are people dying? We have to find the solution, you know, because if we are saying, okay, he's sovereign, then we don't look for a solution, isn't it? So there's, there must be, if there's a problem, there must be a solution to a problem, which is what the, this Ecclesia is all about. The Father revealing the problem with humanity, why the people are being dying prematurely, why sickness is coming upon certain people, why poverty is affecting certain people, you know, why is that happening? So he's showing us the reason. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So now there is this new place. So with this restoration, there's new this new place, a new realm of existence that is there that awaits us. You know, and um, if you look at um, the book of Isaiah, chapter 2, I want to, uh, before I go to Isaiah chapter 2, I want to go on to um, to look at the, the people of old, the cloud of weaknesses, how they lived that life, how they looked to this book of Revelation 21, which I've spoken about, how the Father showed it to them as well, that Revelation 21, that city. So now, if we look at Hebrews chapter 11, from verse 8, it says, By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called out, when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. We were on this journey not knowing where we were going. This journey has been a journey of faith. But, you know, we are to follow the example of the father of faith, our father Abraham. Because then he was called out to, uh, to receive an as an inheritance, <coughs> a place. And he went out not knowing where he was going. And, you know, you yourselves here that are part of this ecclesia, even listening to this message, you are also this, having the same mind. You have the same mind of Abraham. You know the Father is taking us somewhere, but you know you are you are not not really knowing the place where you're going. But the Father says there is that place, and so that's what the restoration book is all about. That place exists; it is there. Abraham was looking for it, and so now by faith he dwelt in the land of the promise as a foreign 
country, dwelling in, in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of that same promise. What promise? That place that they were going to for inheritance, a place. For he waited for the city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That was him. He waited for that city. He knew it was there. He journeyed. The father said, that place exists. That place where shall be no more tears, no more sorrow, no more death. He, the father showed him the place is there. And so he left his father's place and started looking for it. And then now in verse 11, then says, By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was what past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. You know, I want you to look at the mental attitudes of these people. So she judged him faithful who what who had promised. So she she did not stagger in faith. In fact, it's, it's wonderfully put in the book of Romans chapter four. You know, um, not being with faith. You know, against hope, he believed in hope against hope everything was working against him everything that you can look around you know there was no hope that he could ever even have this child of the promise that the father spoke about saying that you have which is miss isaac not ishmael isaac so that's why sarah's womb you know she, the, the laughter of sarah when said sarah loved and says you loved and says she was saying no i didn't it was, you know, a laughter of inward joy that she was expressing, inward joy that really she could do this. Because the father said, yeah, she will, she will conceive. Glory to God, hallelujah. She will conceive. If you receive this word, you know, in the, as, a, as a little child, you will just lift up your hands of the God, you know, and, and just worship in awe of this God in whom you, who, who is our God. He's your God. Glory to God. He's able to do anything. She was, she was past age, but then because she judged him faithful who had promised, the father was able to give him to give her the child. Therefore, um, verse 12 says, therefore, from one man, who is that one man? Abraham. Therefore, from the one man and him as good also as dead, because the dead, he was also old. Because <laughs> it says, as good also as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand, which is what? By the seashore. Remember the place where he shows in the stars in the heavens. So these are Abraham's children, which we are. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because he was the first one to be shown this city. And he saw it and he was started looking for it. He started looking for it. Um, and then now in verse 13, then he says, These all died in faith, not having received what the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them. They saw them afar off, they saw them afar off, and they were assured, God assured them of them. They embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. 
that should be your mental attitude. This earth does not belong to you. There is a place which belongs to you. So, so then what are we talking about? <laughs> Glory to God, hallelujah. You know, they they recognize, you know, it is um with this one to, to, to expand it. It's you know we thank God, you know, for the new that new birth that the Father has also um, brought us into, that we are walking with, that we are walking in. We thank God for that place, for for that for the new man that is now you know come on this on the on the scene. So we um we and so so now while we know while the Father all those mysteries that I've been showing you about you know about the new birth about the new man about what's coming about this new place. It is then important to have the right perspective, the right way of looking now at life, have the same mind which was in them. As you await, you know, for this um, place that the Father has already prepared for us, which now is there. Um, in other words, um, how it's like, 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 um, for instance, if one would want, would say they're looking um, for a for a, a, a job, um, and they want to start a business, um, they want to um, they want to accomplish this and then to accomplish that, but then they're looking at it as the in the order of this current earth then you are looking at the wrong thing so there's an order which this current earth you know is, is currently running with you know it's called the system of the world which um the the in the Paul put it this way said do not be conformed to this world the way things are going in this world. So do not put your thoughts or your minds or your plans in the order of this earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. It is time now to enter into Colossians chapter 3 mindset. If you look at um, that Colossians chapter 3, then we'll come back to this scripture. I want us to look at that um, Colossians I actually like to then I know um the the mirror bible is not the, the the father doesn't like the mirror bible it's not the best bible at all it's you know it, it, but this particular scripture i I liked it in the mirror bible but I do know that the mirror bible is not truth is not the word of God it is humanist it's the the same religion demon that's coming up in that mirror translation you know it, it says things puts things wonderfully but it the the fault of it of the mirror bible is that it has removed the power of the cross and of the blood of jesus christ it is it is almost like it has disregarded that whatever it is that they're describing in it 
you know, is um, been, it, it has become, uh, how can I call it, idolatry in itself. It's called humanism. That's what it's called humanism, where, you know, we are deifying ourselves, you know, trying to deify ourselves by these great ways of thinking. We're not to do that. We're supposed to be lifted up by the Father himself to the, that realm so that the Father will make us think, not us make ourselves think. Because that's what the Mirror Bible is trying to make you do, to think in a particular way without the blood of Jesus Christ, without the cross. So now in um, Colossians chapter 3, verse 1, it says, If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Then he says, set your minds on things above, you know, not on the things on the earth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So that's our instruction to set our minds there. Set our minds there. And, you know, in verse 3, that says, for you died and your life is hidden with Christ, you know, in God. When Christ, our life appears, then, um, shall we appear with him in glory hallelujah amen so lynn has just sent a message and um she's saying um is there a version that the father likes the nearest that we have is king james <laughs> because that one is it, it did not paraphrase the new king james is good but then you know the most accurate that we have in terms of Translate, taking word for word in translation is the King James Bible, and then you can use the New King James. The NIV is a paraphrase. The Mirror Bible, um, you know, it's it's, it's um, yeah, it's really really truly humanistic. It's, 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 it's <laughs> so anyway. So, but then um, let me see if I can look at the Mirror Bible for that particular scripture that I'm talking about. Um, because I I had that on kindle it's one can take it um the mirror bible perhaps you know Turn to look for Colossians. Don't do that. Because it's on um, the Romans. Colossians. Where's Colossians? Colossians chapter 3. There you go. Okay, there we go. This one. This is from the mirror. And you see why you know I like this particular one. But you also pick something that is said there that I'm, I was referring to. It says, um, you are in fact raised together with Christ. Now ponder with persuasion the, the consequence of your in, in core inclusion in who? In Christ. Relocate yourself mentally. Engage your thoughts with throne room realities where you are co-seated with Christ. In what? In the executive authority of God's right hand. He says, become affectionately acquainted with throne room thoughts. 
becoming, you know, a face painter with thorns and thorns will keep you from being distracted by the earthly realm, which is a soul wound realm. So that's beautiful. The part I don't like there is where he says, um, you know, um, the, 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 to relocate yourself mentally. You are, it's, it's, it's saying that you are the one to bring yourself to that state. You know, but however, you know, the, if we, we, we can rightly do so, you know, once the father is restored, because he, only he can do it, only he can bring the mind to that place. So you will know when the father says, okay, this is your position in heaven. You now come to this mountain. You are there. And so then there, you, you know, ponder with persuasion. So you can understand also why I love this, um, this particular one in terms of this. So if, read, if I read it again, I'll say, you are in fact raised together with Christ. You know, now ponder with persuasion the consequence of your co-inclusion with him. So when do you begin to ponder with persuasion? You know, when the Father lifts you and puts you in that heavenly place, then you begin to ponder with persuasion of that place and reloc relocate yourself, in other words, by, by, by all means, start thinking of the place where the Father has placed you, you know, and um, there, the limitation again is where the Father now, is where he says you are already raised together in, with Christ, which is not accurate. So the Father is showing us the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, it's a full picture, or rather it's a finished kingdom, it's a full picture, it's the end result with the restoration, we then are raised together, you know, and to, to sit in Christ Jesus, as it were, you know. So it's, 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 it's a journey which we go through in order to be seated in that place. And then we also then begin to ponder that place where we are at. And then to engage ourselves with the, what, with the throne in reality as the Father has brought us, because each one of us is different. Each one of us is what we've all got thrones in the heavenly places, but each one of us has got a purpose, you know. And so it's now once you now understand and you know what your purpose and calling is, then you ponder with persuasion again the purpose that purpose that the Father has called you into. Glory to God! But then you to be affectionately acquainted with it and not the things which are on earth, you know. That's the point I would want us to take us into. So now going back. Um, to the book of Hebrews chapter 11, you know, so, you know, the, and so it's here where we are to learn the mental attitude which we should take for ourselves. It says, you know, these, the verse 13 says, these all died, not having received the promises, but having seen them from afar off, um, we assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Once you take that mental attitude, then you will not again be struggling with what's happening to me here, what's happening to me now. We are strangers, you know, and pilgrims on this earth. There is actually a place. And then that place had been shut, but then the place now, because of the open heavens, is now open. That place could not be seen before because there was <clears throat> this um, entity or principality that was between that place 
almost like a closed heaven between that place and the other three realms of existence that I spoke about, where humanity was stuck and they were, their life was a life of labor, a life of suffering, a life of sweat. It was just sweat, sweat. Everything was powered by the sweat of their blood. Whatever they did, their accomplishment was by the sweat. You know, and so they were suppressed and oppressed. And then this entity that was there ensured that they would not see that new place which we, the Father is bringing us into, that new land, that place that Abraham saw. You know, and so with the open heavens also opens up that place. So now more people begin to see that place and want to venture that place. In other words, it was the defeat of the dragon who was in that place himself. Remember the sea dragon that was destroyed. You know that it was responsible for the closing of heaven because of the of the intimacy with with the woman. Glory to God, Hallelujah, Amen. You know, so as we continue, as I'll continue now from verse fourteen, still looking at to see the picture how they saw it. The people of old says, "For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland, and truly, if they had called to mind that country." from which they'd come out of, they would have the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better, that is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, and for he has prepared a city for them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then now in verse 39, we skip because there's other um, things that also... Um, People that are also mentioned in the whole of faith, as it were, in the book of Hebrews. But 11 verse 39 sums the whole picture. He says, And all this, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided, <laughs> glory to God, God having provided something better for us, that they should, that should, they should not be made perfect apart from us. So had they been made perfect at that time, then it would not have entered into the perfection. So therefore, the, the, their perfection, they are waiting for us. They are right now, they, were, they are there. They, they are clapping for us. They are happy at where we are now because now they too also enter into our perfection of that city. Glory to God, hallelujah. And so they're surrounding us, which is where Hebrews chapter 12 then takes us to say, therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the, the race that is what is set before us. And so which race we are in already. Glory to God, hallelujah. By looking at Jesus, what he did. So that's what we continue to do. Jesus did this. Anytime we see ourselves trapped in a realm, in a dimension, we say, Jesus did this. That's looking at him. He died on the cross. He's, because he's what? He's the author and the finisher of our faith. While he was on the cross, he authored this. He authored it and finished it. He says, who for the joy that was set before him endured that cross? Because he knew that on that cross, when you look at that cross, he despised the shame and he sat down at the right hand of the Father because of having enjoyed the pain of being on that cross. Glory to God. But we look at the cross, we look at what accomplished on the cross. He died, was buried, and was resurrected. 
he, he was acquitted, declared not guilty. And because of his acquittal, declared not guilty, then the righteousness, he became the righteousness of God. Then we also looking at that, and what the scriptures say to us, saying that, you know, there was a substitution that took place. He became us that we might become him. He became sin that we might become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Substitution taking place. That is our position of victory. And so now, this place, you know, that we've entered into, um, when the Father takes us to this city, to this heavenly place, we are to set our minds there. That's why I read Colossians chapter 3. Everything about us, we are not to bring it down here. It's an error. It's an error of thinking. We are not... The, that was communicated to, to us um, in the time past. It was as a request of finances. You know, we, we, we um, I believe it was, um, you know, um, an urgent need of, of finances. This was patience in the time in the time past, and they were needed. You know, to be physically manifest for her, she wanted the money in the bank. Basically, she wanted the money in the bank, you know, not, not, um, can you see, you know, the, the thing, what, what I'm trying to communicate to you is like, I want the money in the bank. I don't want it, you know, in that place, in that place. So I want to bring it down to earth, bring the money down to the earth, you know, not in this place, this heavenly place, this place, <laughs> this new place of the city. I don't want the money there. I want it here. So... Then there was a rebuke from the father. He says, you are not going anywhere. Because we're already, we're already in that place. Even though we don't see that we're already in that place, the father already put us in that place. So the ecclesia has been there since. And so now, it, it, the question is, so what is, the, what is that place? What are we supposed to do? Why? Because he does not want, it's a new place. It, it's got a new order. There's a new order there, which is why there's a new priesthood as well. And so then you're saying, but then I'm here now on the earth. You know, do something, you know, about the happenings of my earth, of what's happening around me immediately. So bring from that place where you say I've received that thing, bring it down here. The father says, don't go down. So what is the communication here? He says, don't leave this place. Don't leave it. Stay here. You're not going anywhere. You know, so because we, it's, as you all can see, it's not um, um, like rocket science that the order of things of this earth has gone out of hand. It's gone berserk. It's it's like 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 someone is saying that even like in, in September twenty three, they'll be introducing LGBT teachings in the school. They'll become compulsory. Can you imagine children being taught that? And yet, for five year olds, you know, you know, maybe they say senior school perhaps, but then five year olds, what business do they have learning about sexuality? 
you know, when I was in school, I did not even know what sexuality, you know, um, you know, what, 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 anything about that until perhaps I was in um in in order a high a high school, started high school maybe thirteen, fourteen, then perhaps I started to year year there, but it was never in the classrooms. You know, it was never in the classrooms. You know, and so um, because at the end of the day, you know. It just lets us know the very foundation of education itself. In fact, the father showed us that the foundation of the educational system is also wrong. So he wants to do away with the foundation of the educational system itself, which is already done, which was in order. So there's an order of the way things were going, that the father is against. You know, when he said, I want you to bring what you're doing in heaven, bring it to this order. The father is saying, don't bring me down to that order. I am not of that order. Don't bring whatever I do for you in that order. Don't try and interpret what I'm doing for you into that order because I'm not of that order. I'm doing away with that order. When the father does this, you have to remember Isaiah 40. He lifts up like a curtain, like this. He just takes a blanket. says, okay, done with this order. A blanket to Moses. So there's coming a day, just like lift it up like a blanket. And then the new order comes on. That's how big he is. You just say, okay, time. You know, but in the meantime, your life, your sweat, your energy is to fulfill this thing here on the earth. You're spending your life, your energy, you are, you're, 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 the prayers are so that, you know, this life here, glory to God. It, it, it's, we have to imbibe and to receive that new place that the Father is bringing us into. To understand it is a place where now we've left those other three realms of existence of the fallen womb, the fallen uterus. There's a new uterus which is called what? Life, light, light, love, and life. Those are the three new realms of existence that the Father is bringing us into. So we're entering into an existence into the realms which are filled with the light, the quality of light, the quality of love, the quality of which is from the Father. So which is which now becomes the new woman, you see. So nothing to do with this order of the earth, and so therefore doing away, you know. So so that's um, basically the, the the main thing that I wanted to bring into as we enter into this new order, you see. Because I'm there in this new place, you know, rejoicing. Just have the attitude that Abraham had, you know. Because Abraham said he was determined that that city is there. You know, even though he physically died not having seen that, he died in faith saying that that place does exist. So he died in that faith, which is why he's called the father of faith. But then we are entering into it. But then he will also enter into it because he saw it. Glory to God, hallelujah, into that new heaven and the new earth, into that stately mind, human existence, which is why also they have not lost all as long as we're in Christ Jesus. The Bible says those who also died in Christ will also will rise first. So they will also exist, will walk and live with them in this place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, so it's, it's, it's an ex- exciting place. Um, and, you know, and it's, it's going to be quick, you know, for everybody now. Because whoever, you know, is, is now coming, you know, for which we, we started now restoring for the other people because the mystery, you know, of God is now complete. The mystery of the new man is now complete. 
Um, so we have the new man, and with that new man, all now are coming into the new man, just like we had Adam. The first man, Adam, was a living soul. Now we've now got the man who is the Lord from heaven. Glory to God, hallelujah. So we have the second man who is the Lord from heaven. And so therefore we, we, we are entering into bearing the, what the, um, the, the, the record of the, of the new man. Let's look at 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 45, as it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living soul. Um, the last Adam, what became was a life-giving spirit. Life-giver. Um, you know, I, 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 I'm not going to share with um, with you that, you know, I mean, there's the certain things that just, you know, my spirit just jumps with joy. You know, and seeing scriptures like that, a life-giving spirit. Remember the jugular vein, which was a blood of dishonor, which is a blood which brought life and death at the same time, which is the old order. Now there is the blood of honor, where now there's life, self-generative life, life-giving spirits that is being released between the belly and the uterus. That life becomes a propel, you know, is 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 like a dynamo. It's because starting to revolve in the atmosphere. It's there, you know, like a, like when you start the generator and then it starts going and then goes that goes on its own. This man, this new man, is now releasing this life and it becomes perpetual also in the atmosphere, you know. And then it says, however. The, the, um, the, the spiritual is not first, but the natural. And afterward, what, that which is what spiritual. I've heard so many people, you know, do a sermon in desperation of a sermon, you know, <laughs> um, explaining that, you know, the, the, this scripture, it's been interpreted somehow some, for the sake of a sermon. But what it's actually saying, it's um, saying that we come to this earth, natural, natural people, you know, um, after the first man, Adam. That's what he's just saying. So we came naturally. How was the natural birth? The natural birth was by the mother's womb. So Jesus Christ also came naturally by the mother's womb. He had to enter through the gateway of the woman. Glory to God, hallelujah. And then afterwards, then it's what is the spiritual. So in other words, then there's a resurrection when he was born again, born from above. So born now, spiritually, supernaturally, from above, from the Father. And so the first man was what of the earth, then was natural. So which we were, when we came to our mother's womb, we were what of the earth, we were the natural man. And man made of dust, but then the second man is what is the Lord from heaven. So as was the man of the dust, so also are those who are what? Who are made of dust and as the heavenly man so also are those who are heavenly you know you say one can say well, yeah, you know um remember the bible says dust from dust <laughs> um return dust from dust from dust do you know that god you know accusing is accusing humanity 
for um, imbibing death is a necessary, you know, physical death is a necessary part of the journey of humanity. It, the, the mind has been so low to say it is part and parcel of human life that we are born, you grow, you do this, the order. And then when you're old, you know, then things start to go wrong in your body. The order of this of this world, the order of things, the order of events. And then when you're a certain age, now this starts kicking in, this starts happening, your eyes become dim, you start bending over, your your, your skin dries up, and then you shrivel. And then, you know, if you've done 98 years old, well done, the clip hands for you. 100 years old, oh, well done, clip hands for you. It is the norm. By 99.9999999999% of humanity, the 0.0000001 very drop that no, and that I have the mind of Paul, of the book of of of, of um, um, Philippians, where he says, the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, we, to put on the heavenly man, the heavenly body is the journey. He says, I, I, I count not myself to have apprehended but one thing, forgetting the past. But what was his journey? What was the mind that he had? The mind was that, you know, that will enter into the um, fullness of the body of Christ. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The full measure, the full stature of his body unto a mature man, Christ Jesus. He knew that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But, you know, why am I saying that? I'm not saying that because of statistics. It's because the Father showed that to us, man was brought before. This was the time when we did, and the Father started showing the state of man and Boris, how that he cho he's chosen Boris Johnson. But then there, the testimony of man was brought, a man was brought. And when he was, the man was standing before the Father, the Father asked the man and said, who are you? And then the man just crumbled into dust. He just crumbled into dust. Because what, that's what he believes. I'm just dust. That's what he... Because before God, you know, you cannot fake your belief. You cannot now say, let me elevate my thinking to thinking that, no, no, I've got immortality or this, this, this. You, you appear before God as you think and you manifest as you think, as you are. You cannot fake it. <laughs> so when this man then appeared before the Father, he just crumbled. God said, who are you? And then, and then the Father was grieved. And then out of that man of the dust, then the Father just said he was creating, then he brought forth a new man. You know, it's, it's saying that you are more than this to us. You are more than the dust that you thought you are. You are more than those things that you are currently pursuing. You are more. You are more. You know, and so we we, we thank God for living at, at these times, you know, the, 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 these eras, the, the, this era that we have entered into, that we will become the ex, we will experience, we don't have to rise as the dead in Christ. No, we will live into it, we will flow into the new, the new thing, the city which Abraham was waiting for, the city that the clouds of witnesses in heaven, uh, which are surrounding us right now, they are there, 
because God is the father of what? Of the dead and the living. So we are in the same realm. We are in that same place together. We are not seeing them yet, but we will. You know, and so we will experience it. And so that's where the joy is. That's where our testimony is. And so that's, you know, you, you have that in your mind. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And so now I'll just finish that, you know, um, as in verse 48, and it says, as was the man of the dust, so also are those who are made of dust. And what is the heavenly man, so also those who are heavenly. And as we are born, we have, we have born it. We had to bear it. It was in the natural first. As we are born, born, in other words, to bear. So it's not being, you know, the born, it's the bearing, the carrying. As we have carried with us the image of the man of dust, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. In fact, this one, yeah, it says we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. So the Amplified says, let us, almost, almost like you say, let us endeavor to bear that image. In other words, not everybody will enter into it, but then those that are striving to enter into his rest by getting rid of that earthly body, that earthly tent. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And I'll just um, finish by reading that other scripture which I shared with you. Um, to begin with this um, one of the things also that I, I, was, I wanted to communicate to you as well you know in that was you know I, I get excited when I was saying the man is complete why did I say that the man is complete it it, it, it means that there, therefore there's a man to enter into you know the the work becomes faster. And also, even as the heavens have opened, the work of restoration becomes faster because then you could not have entered into the place that the Father is planned for you to enter until the forerunner entered. So, it's, you know, the prayers, they will be prolonged. We just pray for you and pray for you. But then the Father wanted the one um, man the one, the forerunner to be there so that all may enter into. Because we, how many years we've been doing the restoration, but then the father is, was probably saying, what I'm waiting for that one man to represent the Lord from heaven. I'm waiting for that one man. Once the Lord from heaven is now being launched, then all may enter into it. You know, and so now when we now, you know, start to pray for you, you will be also being brought to this Mount Zion, to the mountain of the Lord, where we shall all be taught of the Lord. So he's going to be teaching us things. He's going to be, um, you know, the, 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 all the statues will be coming from him, from this same place. You see, so that's why you should be rejoiced. That's why we had to finish, because otherwise it would have been a delay again. But it's going to be a quick work now. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So now here... Because we know it's going to be quick. And so therefore, I'm letting you know where you should have your attention. In um, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, from verse 16, it says, We do not lose heart, even though our outward man, what? 
is perishing, yet our inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is by for a moment, is is working for us what a far of a far more um, exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So you know, he's, he's, he's saying that don't be too weighed down by the order of events of this earth. Don't be too weighed down. Have the hope, the same hope that Abraham had, the same hope that Sarah had. Have that same hope. See that place. See that place for yourself. And when you are in that place, don't bring it down. Don't come out. Don't leave it. Don't leave the place. Don't leave it. Don't get lost that we have to look for you. Don't. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Because you can be lost. Yesterday we were praying for one who was lost, who got lost because of you know, um, states of emotions. Don't get lost. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, so do not lose that heart. So it's, it's, but for a moment, it may look like it's a long time. But you know, the, the, here it says it's, 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 it's fleeting. Because in the era in which we're entering into, the place in which you're entering into, is far longer than all the years you've lived in this life. You cannot even sum it when it doesn't matter whether you're 60 or you're 70, that's nothing compared to the dispensation of eternity which the Father is bringing us into. So it's nothing, it's a drop, it's, it's a light affliction. It's light because it's minimal in, its, in the impact you know, of your, the rest of your life, you know, that it has on the rest of your life. And so it says, now why would you not look or we don't regard it, the things which are seen? We don't do that. You know, but and the things which are not simple, the things which are seen, they are temporary. So why then get down, walk down with them? Why then, you know, do they trouble you? Why do you sleep troubled by those things? Why? And yet you know that they are temporary. Why? They are temporary. They are temporary. They are temporary. So what do you look at? We look in the realm of the spirit. We inquire of the Father. And then the Father now changes that thing that we thought was a terrible thing. Even those, you know, that the, uh, who's, the, um, who were supposed to die prematurely, many people in this ecclesia, naturally, if there was a natural, you know, um, um, events, they were living the natural life <clears throat> without participating or being partakers of this, and many would have died already by now would have been in graves. You know, and so that's how the father thinks the order of events, the things, you know, of this life, how they are um you know they 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 are they then they they are fleeting and don't look at them. Glory to God, hallelujah. Many, 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 many of us would not be alive today if not for this. So it says, you know, so they are telling, so, so then um, the things that are not seen are what are the ones that are eternal. So the job is not eternal. There is economy, there is the, what you call the economics of heaven. The way things, the Father is taking us to the beginning, to the I am realm, to a new order that this 
way things it's a waste of time to try and look at um at this life here in fact it's an insult to the place in which the father is bringing us into because the father said i'm taking you to the beginning the beginning and also the um the in, in that beginning there was also what we call the administrators that were there in the beginning and that were supposed to run things in a particular way. And so those administrators, as we go to the beginning, they are the ones that will run things. We have not, I, like the Bible says, eyes not seen, nor ear heard the things that are coming, the things that the Father has for us, the, the, the things that we should give importance it's it's it, we should give those things importance because in that thing when the father was showing you to say okay you are in the beginning in the i am i've taken you there now walk these are the administrators there's a way in the way things there's an order in which things are supposed to work you know even to go into the mystery of the deep itself there's a way things a new order of the way things are working so it's wasting time to try and bring that's why if i said don't go down don't bring there to say i want people to see me become a millionaire on this earth <laughs> glory to god hallelujah amen so anyway um now second corinthians chapter 5 verse 1 is why i want us to, to end you know about this um earthly house so we so for if we know for we know that if our earthly house this tent is destroyed we have a building from god a house not made with hands eternal in the heavens for in this we groan glory to god hallelujah in this we groan earnestly desiring to be clothed with our habitation from heaven that should be our groan you know, so sometimes I say, I'm just, I just want God to, let God just finish, just end everything now. Just let's move into this, you know, with, uh, just, and I'm just fed up of the order of things on this earth, the news that you hear. Like yesterday, six-year-old taking a gun and shooting, you know, they went, they wanted to. It was not an accident that, oh, yeah, they pulled the trigger. No, they wanted to. I'm like, record, you know, these new laws that are being brought in, you know, about whatever. And I'm like, Lord, I'm just fed up with it. You know, I'm like, Lord, bring bring us, you know, um, into this new era. Quick, just get rid of everything, which in the realm of the spirit is already there. Because even the order, you know, of which was lost of where we're having all these different um, the LGGs, whatever you, you know, I don't want to say it too much because then, don't want to be flat. You know, those LGG stuff, you know, um, that are happening. Um, um, the, the fact that that's also an order which has been brought on earth to confuse the sexuality of humanity. And it was already, it was just, it's almost like it was just about to be released. But I'm not going to detail now, you know, but then what, when, when it was about to be released, it was going to bring so much fear. Because, you know, I felt my heart, whatever it is that they wanted to bring or they want to bring, is going to terrify humanity. Um, but anyway, 
So, so the key thing here that I want us to, to, to know is that we have a house that is not made with hands, eternal in the heaven, and then also grown earnestly with that desire. It says in this we grown desire to be clothed our habitation, which is from heaven, if indeed heaven be clothed. It's not a funeral message for those who are listening for the first time. It's about this city, this bride adorned, you know, this new place, this new heaven, this new man who is coming on the scene. It's about that. It's not to say that, you know, to desire to be clothed so that we live, we die from this tent. No, we don't have to die to enter into that tent. But this tent will now be connected to the heavenly tent that we now have become. And so now become becomes a communicator of the new realm of, of residence, no longer in the galactic realms, no longer in the underworld, but in the heavens. And so we become entangled with it. And so now it becomes the communicator of life. The, it becomes the word made flesh. Remember I said with John, John when he says the word became flesh. So we become the word made flesh. So our existence, our vibrations become the sound, the vibration, the aroma of the word of God, which is just there. So you're just happening. You don't have to understand to enter into anything. Your body becomes a happening of the word of God, which you represent. Each person represents the word of God. Each person in the flesh. So that city, that new tent is where that word is that you begin to manifest on this earth and to bring how things work. That's why it says when you go back to the I am and the administrators and how things were supposed to be. It's not by your, by your um, you trying to do anything or you trying to understand anything. It's by the manifestation of the new man which you are. So the order of things in the earth, the open heavens, everything just happens because your body now is the word made flesh. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So it says, so if indeed having been clothed, we, have, we, we shall not have what be found naked. For we who groan in this tent being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but to be further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up with life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And then he says that, you know, the person who is prepared, prepared for us, this very thing is God, who also has given us the spirit as a guarantee. So we know that he will definitely fulfill it. Glory to God. And he says, you know, we walk by faith and not by sight. Amen. Awesome. Do you have any questions or contributions? It's been a glorious meeting, but um, I just see that you know the meeting has already been recorded. <laughs> anyway, uh, good uh, good afternoon, Rabbi. Yes, good afternoon. Um, thank you for um the message that you shared today. Um, I was just overwhelmed with with the message and. I am just um, grateful and thankful, but also having um, just seeing like what's happening around the world, what's happening even um, for some of us, um, you know, we meet different people and everything and things happening. I think 
it has brought to um, my awareness personally about um, when you were talking about the sea, you know, the um, you're talking about the sea uh, that's been there and then now is sort of like dry lands that have been made available. Mm-hmm. Um, so I could relate to it almost on each and every situation and also seeing that there is absolutely nothing in the world absolutely nothing (laughs) Um, there's absolutely nothing in the world and it's not it's not even comparable in any way and also seeing also the state of mind that we were in or the state of mind that some of us are still in on some aspects as well um and looking into this thing that you're expect explaining about the new the new man it's it's glorious i think i'm I'm one of those people who've been bringing things down from heaven i say god you know i want you to do this you know within this you you want god to do something but you are literally dragging recording in progress and not taking you know not looking into what god can do so Mm -hmm. um, it's a learning curve but it brings hope and it's 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 um real hope and it's exciting as well and also thank you for um, making it or explaining to us how to prepare um, ourselves for it or how to look forward for it like you know not setting our minds on things you know of the world and thank you for that um, I think it, it helps us and it just also helps me to understand things um, the spiritual side of things because sometimes we have an understanding but I think until it's really explained it, it makes you um, understand things more what you know what things, um, how things are happening, and also, you know, prepare you for what's coming as well. So I can see it's exciting times, like you said, that, you know, eyes have not seen and ears have not had. Um, it, it is exciting to see that there's something outside what is happening in the world. So thank you, and thank you, to the father for even allowing us to just get to hear this kind of message and also maybe have just a little bit of an understanding to what the father is actually saying though i know that we haven't fully comprehended it but i'm just grateful and thank you so much for the message amen you're welcome thank you thank you i'm glad you you know you the Holy Spirit was ministering to you know to each and every one of of us as well, you know like um even Kodra putting there to say well I'm feeling this the way you're explaining it, so yeah it's um yeah it's, it's it's by the Spirit and it's important to understand even I was being lifted up by the Spirit in, in that explanation you know the Father would be saying seems it's almost like see you know like when he said to 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 Abraham he said see look look you know what can you see see it we have to see it we have to see it you know and then he said to 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 him um as far as your eyes can see that i've given to you he saw he saw it 
He saw the city, he saw the vastness, he saw the whole world. So if you can see that nuclear, see it. You know, that's what the Father is just, you know, saying to us, we must see it, see it, see it. So when we see it, we are ready. Glory to God. Any more um, contributions? Contributions or questions? Right. You can see people comprehend it fully. <laughs> Sometimes you, the, the, the questions are, uh, or contributions show understanding, and the lack thereof also show understanding. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Have a glorious um, week, everyone. Stay blessed. Break.